Howdy, folks. Your attention, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome to Discoveryland. My name is Victoria, and I will be your guide on this adventure through yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Main Street, Main Street, meet me tonight on Main Street. If you visit Disneyland early, there's a chance you might be interested in coffee. Or breakfast. And Main Street USA has a decades-long tradition as being one of the top spots for both at the park. Today, those places include the Market House, hosted by Starbucks, the Carnation Cafe, and the Jolly Holiday Bakery. But before the idea of Starbucks at Disneyland was ever a thought, and long before Mary Poppins graced the theming of the Jolly Holiday Bakery, coffee and breakfast at Disneyland came in the form of the Maxwell House Coffee House, the Hill Brothers Coffee House and Coffee Garden, the Town Square Cafe, and the American Egg House. And believe it or not, all four of these locations existed in the same spot on Main Street. Not all at the same time, of course. Between 1955 and 1992, it was a prominent location directly across from the East Entry Tunnel into Disneyland. It sat in Town Square, where all four of these establishments were located. And it made good sense, too. After all, early morning visitors to Disneyland may have had breakfast in mind, and as one of the first things you'd see once you entered the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy, it was a highly visited spot in the park's early years. Cause we've got a date tonight at eight, so meet me down on Main Street. Please don't be late, don't make me wait. Just meet me down on Main Street. We'll take a ride on an old horse car. I'll buy you a chocolate bar. And you'll be the sweetest girl by far down on old Main Street. Let's go back to the beginning. The whole idea of Main Street USA was to represent Walt's ideal representation of a turn-of-the-century American town. More specifically, his goal was to recreate his hometown of Marceline, Missouri. While Walt was actually born in Chicago, he spent his formative childhood years in Marceline. Locations such as the Opera House, the Theater, the Tobacco Shop, the Firehouse, and various places to enjoy beverages and meals dotted Main Street. If Disneyland was a reflection of Walt's life, it made sense to start the story with Main Street USA. In 1955, the park opened with numerous sponsors. Although sponsorships continue at Disneyland to this day, back then, they were often sought in order to help construct the park's various attractions and facilities. The Maxwell Coffee House was one of those first sponsorships. Because of its prime town square location, it was one of the first places visitors to Disneyland saw upon entering the park. Serving Maxwell House coffee 
guests could get their caffeine fix before venturing out to ride the mules in Frontierland. After doing some extensive internet research, I came across a menu for the Maxwell House at Disneyland. Delicious Maxwell House coffee, 10 cents. Refreshing Maxwell House iced tea, 15 cents. Steaming pot of Maxwell House tea, 15 cents. Refreshing Maxwell House iced tea, 15 cents. Baker's Rich House Cocoa, 20 cents. Baker's Ice Cold Chocolate Flavor Drink, 20 cents. Specialties included the following. Applesauce Cake, 15 cents. Homemade Danish Pastry, served warm, 20 cents. Superb Cheesecake, 30 cents. Old Fashioned Strawberry Shortcake, 35 cents. Assorted French Pastries, 35 cents. Hot Fudge Ice Cream Cake. 40 cents. And of course, there's always room for jello. Fancy jello gelatin topped with whipped cream, 15 cents. Amazing 1950s pricing aside, that sounds like a very appetizing menu to me. Well, maybe except for the jello. Especially when beginning what is likely to be a long day enjoying the Magic Kingdom. According to D23, the official Disney fan club, the Maxwell House Coffee House opened on December 1, 1955 and closed on October 8, 1957. After less than two years in operation, the sponsorship changed. The location then became the Hill Brothers Coffee House. D23 does not list exact dates, but it does state the new establishment opened in 1958 and closed in winter 1976. If you talk to those fortunate enough to have visited Disneyland during its golden age, you are likely to hear fond memories of the Hills Brothers Coffee House. When the sponsorship changed, a patio was created to the right of the coffee house. Very aptly, it was called the Hills Brothers Coffee Garden. If guests didn't feel like enjoying their meal in the quaint dining area, they could take it outside and enjoy the bustling town square scenery. I found an early menu from the Hills Brothers Coffee Shop and Coffee Garden. One thing I found kind of cool about it is that there is a welcome statement by Hills Brothers Coffee in it. Welcome to Hills Brothers Coffee House. We certainly hope your visit to Disneyland will be an exciting moment in your life. We think it will be, so we invite you to take this Hills Brothers Coffee House menu with you as a souvenir of a happy time. Maybe one of the happiest times you have had anywhere. Hills Brothers has long been associated with the best of all happy times of the day the American tradition of having a cup of coffee, and that is the way we would like to have you remember us. It was in San Francisco in 1978, long before the great earthquake and fire in that city, that the brothers Austin H. and Reuben W. Hills started their coffee business, first known as the Arabian Coffee Mills. From the very beginning, quality has been the keynote of our business. The names of the founders of our company are closely associated with the earliest developments in the art of grading coffees by cup test, which is now common custom in the industry. The Hills brothers soon realized that good coffee had to be fresh coffee, and in 1900, they originated the process of vacuum packing coffee in cans, familiar to most everyone today. 
In the early 1930s, we began work in our research laboratory to create an instant coffee that would equal the best cup of coffee anyone ever enjoyed. After more than 20 years of research, in 1956, our company introduced the first instant coffee that smells like coffee and tastes the way good coffee should. If you have ever been familiar with Hills Brothers Coffee before this visit to Disneyland, you know what we are talking about when we call attention to our company's time-honored policy and tradition of roasting coffee and packing only the finest coffees available. If Hills Brothers Coffee is new to you and you have tasted it for the first time today, you will surely understand our pride in the fact that Walt Disney selected our coffee, ground or instant, depending on the type of service, as the only coffee to be served in Disneyland. Hills Brothers Coffee, the recognized standard. It's also notable how unlike Maxwell House, Hills Brothers Coffee House expanded the menu to include a variety of lunch sandwiches. You could have a ham and cheese sandwich, a chopped egg sandwich, assorted fingers sandwiches with fruit salad in the center, a tuna salad roll, peanut butter and jelly, and Philadelphia cream cheese on toasted fruit and nut bread. If you really felt like splurging, you'd have to go with the assorted finger sandwiches, which would set you back 85 cents. The coffee garden was surrounded by a low wall with lattice detailing. It offered a direct view of everyone entering Disneyland through the East Tunnel, a prime spot to people watch. Its proximity to the Main Street Parade Gate also made it a prime location for watching the parade go by. Canoping umbrellas covered the tables in the garden, providing shade to anyone enjoying their coffee and egg sandwich. At Disneyland, sponsorships come and go. So too was the case at the Hills Brothers Coffee House. In its place, the Town Square Cafe opened in 1976. Luckily, the patio remained in its place. Once again, the menu was expanded with more elaborate offerings. If you went early, you could enjoy breakfast. The menu included an assortment of eggs from the grill, waffles, sweet touch biscuits and pastries, sides such as tater rounds, cereal with cream, bacon and sausage, and a variety of beverages including coffee, hot chocolate, and tea. For lunch and dinner, omelets remained on the menu but were joined by salads, soups, sandwiches, desserts, and beverages such as coffee, tea, soft drinks, and milk. Then just two years later in 1978, the location once again closed. It reopened as the American Egg House, which would operate between July 14, 1978 to September 30th, 1983. The Town Square Cafe likely closed and reopened as the American Egg House due to the new sponsorship by the American Egg Board. When it reopened as the American Egg House, the location and patio remained mostly unchanged. However, a notable feature was added. An ornately decorated chef's window was added so that guests could see the chef preparing their meals. The menu itself changed again, this time to offer a variety of egg meals omelets, egg salads, egg sandwiches, and of course, coffee and soft drinks were available to guests. A notable beverage on the menu was the instant egg pickup. It is described on the menu as a blend of fresh egg, orange juice, and honey. Hmm, very interesting. 
The restaurant also earned the distinction of being the only location at Disneyland to serve breakfast all day long. Like every iteration of the restaurant before it, the Egg House closed, this time after five years of operation. And once again, it would reopen. When it did, it did so as the Town Square Cafe. This was likely a result of the sponsorship from the American Egg Board ending. Perhaps simply switching it back to the Town Square Cafe made the most sense. Perhaps they figured it was still fresh in the minds of Disneyland visitors. The menu was not too dissimilar from what it had been before during the first tenure of the Town Square Cafe, but it was slightly refreshed, and it would continue to refresh up until the location's permanent closing on August 23, 1992. The Town Square Cafe would be the final restaurant in this particular location on Main Street. In the 1990s, Disneyland became very retail-focused. Merchandise locations took over various areas of Main Street and Disneyland. The interior space that had previously served as Maxwell House Coffee House, Hills Brothers Coffee House, Town Square Cafe, and American Egg House would be absorbed into the adjacent retail shop. Today. This area is part of the Disney Showcase, selling a variety of clothing, toys, and other theme park merchandise. The chef's window inside, however, remains. I suspect that it's a detail only the most studious Disneyland history fans are aware of, and of course, those who are listening to this episode. The patio, where many had enjoyed coffee and hot meals over the years, was stripped away after the closure of Town Square Cafe. For two decades, that very empty space served as a photo opportunity for Mickey and his pals. Then, in 2014, the area where the patio had been located was rethemed as the livery service and stable. It was painted blue and made to resemble a barn. However, the retheme had a purpose. It now features a large gate, and when the park is especially busy, the gate is open to accommodate extra foot traffic where guests enter and then exit near the Plaza Inn between Main Street and Tomorrowland. This has proven to be an effective use of space, although the original plan from Walt's time was to retheme that backstage area into Liberty Street. We'll discuss Liberty Street in a future episode of Discoveryland. So the next time you visit Disneyland and you enter through the East Tunnel onto Town Square, look straight ahead to the building with the balcony. That's where the Hills Brothers Coffee House and every other iteration of that restaurant were once located. Take a gander over to the library service and stable facade where the Hills Brothers Coffee Garden once stood. Head inside to the Disney Showcase and look for the chef's window. And before you make your way to the Market House, Carnation Cafe, or a Jolly Holiday Bakery to get your coffee, breakfast, and pastry fix, remember the first coffee and breakfast locations that came before them in the earlier decades of Disneyland's history. Disneyland is an incredible place, and around every corner is some hidden history waiting to be discovered. 
I hope you'll join me next time for another adventure into the vibrant history of the Magic Kingdom. If you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please be sure to rate and review the show. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Discoveryland Show and on Twitter at Discoveryland VC. Ladies and gentlemen, Disneyland has now ended its normal operating day. We hope you've enjoyed your visit to the Magic Kingdom and that you'll be back with us again soon.